0: everybody jping here checking in respect my buddies brand here today on the north american weed tour podcast we are on episode 30 i've got two really awesome special guests today we've got ben pfeiffer from arise they're an aeroponic cannabis group out of illinois super excited thank you for being on here with us today my friend
1: of course very lucky to have you here have and you. then we
0: also have Jason Brown from Illinois News Joint, uh, a guest we've had on here before. Jason, thank you again for putting uh, this episode together with with Ben here. It's really cool to actually talk cannabis from West Coast, Midwest, and and really dive into what you guys have going on out there. So thank you. Awesome.
2: I'm I'm interested in listening to what Ben has to say about the aeroponics because I we've actually never talked it. We've talked about a lot of other growing, but we've actually never talked about it. So
1: yeah, everything so, else. Like that. <laughs>
0: So, so that's, that's what's super interesting to me. I remember the first time I went to an aeroponics grow, um, Spokane, Washington, Eastern Washington where the NCAA hosts, hosts some basketball stuff. And I remember just being blown away that that was even the a, a, a possibility of doing it. So before we get into all the science, Ben, can you go ahead and introduce yourself, who you are, what you do with Arise? And then, of course, please feel free to dive right into what aeroponics is because we all want some clarification on, on how this even happens.
1: Of course. Yeah. So uh, I'm Ben Pfeiffer. Uh, like you said, I work for Arise. I uh, do the veg department over there. So propagation, planting, all this stuff before we kind of go into flower. Mm-hmm. Um, I originally was a horticulture production major, graduated in December and I've started a full-time gig at Arise and it's been awesome. Uh, really awesome facility and everything. Um, it's all aeroponic from clone to harvest. So even the clones that we take, Every process of it is aeroponic. So, so at no point in the way were they
0: ever grown in any other method except for
1: nope. Me. All aeroponic, yep, from clone to harvest. So, okay. um, yeah, basically, and all aeroponic is, is, is it's basically a mist system that we have on a specific time frame that go onto our roots, mist onto it, lay a light layer of water onto it. And that uh, offers a really good opportunity for almost air water exchange a lot faster than typically just soaking a whole table or something like that
0: yeah absolutely um for the people that don't really know what the veg and the different processes are can you dive in a little bit more and, and kind of you know help us understand as consumers the various stages of growing cannabis right i think there's three maybe four of them At you know depending on how you really chunk it up right
1: of course yeah so uh ed um what we kind of do is we start we have propagation so with baby makers we go in there and we got mothers all set up in tables going aeroponic as well we go in and we take cuttings and uh, that way we can contain uh, continue to keep going with the same strains or whatnot always have the same bag anytime that you get one you know yeah um, yep so we take from cuttings yep always consistent that's what we're looking for so. Um, we take the cuttings and then we go into an aeroponic cloner. It sits there for a couple weeks until uh, we show roots. After that, we plant into uh, a net pot. In that net pot, we just have expanded uh, heated clay balls that are just rock hard. And all those do is just sit there and hold it up tight. And that's it. And then uh, it uh, basically we put it into our table system. And uh, into our table system, the little baby plants, they get misted, and then they just grow bigger and bigger after a couple of weeks or the time frame we choose, then we flip them into flower and they finish their process out there. And it's really nice and convenient. Um, We get to judge the roots really easily. We could tell everything that's going on in there. We can see it firsthand. Um, We have a real benefit of when we're planting into the actual tabletop, instead of normally uh, companies they're planting into pots Uh, into different things like that, we have that whole tabletop to grow into. Our roots expand into that entire area instead of just being confined confined in a specific area. Yeah. That's really nice advantage to it. Um, Transplanting works out really nice and easily. There ain't too much stress that goes on, just one to the next. Um, and, and we rotate through uh, separate rooms or whatnot. But uh, the key advantage is when we rotate into veg, into flour, stuff like that, since we are aeroponic, everything's just rinsing right off real nice. So when no. we're going into flour our last couple of weeks or whatnot, when we go to flush, we get a really, really good flush out of our actual medicine. So our roots yeah. wash off really, really nice, helps us get a better and a higher quality product
0: now why why does that make such a big difference for the consumer because i'm sure they're like why does that even matter to me
1: yeah well um with anything we kind of wanted to senesce and go into its later stages of life and slowly start working out all the nutrients or whatever that we've been pumping it with to keep it alive and keep it thriving and just the later stages you kind of do a flush to help everything just kind of get out of there and clean up and you just run it with water and it helps really get a cleaner bud taste and you don't get
0: it's like a cleanse right
1: yeah it really is yeah it's just like yeah cleaning it out and you get that cleaner bud taste a lot of people say it burns white and everything and that's a big reason for it you know i mean it's hard to say for that i'm not going to back that but yeah yeah yeah. i mean either way i definitely suggest uh doing a little bit of a flush and us being able to do it this way is really convenient
0: I tell you what, man. We grew some weed. You know, y'all can grow weed there. We can grow weed there at home. We grew some stuff outdoor here, and we did a, you know, just because we were fucking around and we had already killed hella plants. So it's just like, what can go wrong from here? Yeah. We did a three-week flush just to see what would be the difference compared to doing something like a two-week before, you know, the summer before. Yeah. And the buds did come out cleaner, terpier, brighter. The the ash was a little bit less dark than it was last year similar strain profiles and so i think there's obviously a lot of variables that go into the whole white ash and the white ash thing some of it comes down to me in uh, the trimming if it's leafier and there's more chlorophyll in that naturally that's going to burn darker and have a harsher taste so the people that are lazy on the trimming and stuff like that it's naturally going to be darker because it's leafier but for for you guys out there, you guys are in the Illinois uh, Illinois market. Jason kind of made a joke earlier about Anna, where you guys are based. People that are from the West Coast. I grew up in Indiana. Even me growing up in Indiana, man, I've only ever heard of Chicago, maybe Springfield. I don't. I wouldn't know any other places in that state. Uh, I'm sure Jason's mentioned cities multiple times, and I'm just like, all right, let me
1: Google this real quick.
0: Where talk to me a little bit about where you guys are from and what it's like growing cannabis out there.
1: Yeah, Anna, uh, so we're a really, really small town. Um, Like I said, I went to Southern Illinois University, so Carbondale is the biggest town that's right near it, and that's about 20, 25 minutes away. We have a lot of people that come in from different surrounding towns or whatnot, but it was a relatively small town, and we've been able to produce a massive amount of jobs for the community, and that's one of the best things. And we're partnered with uh, Shawnee Community College to help bring in... uh, Um, students and help them get employees whatever you know i mean so it's been a really really awesome experience and it's really really small town feel um we're not huge corporate you know i mean we have a couple of owners and it really we have that nice feel going around it's not like everything's super strict like go through this that or whatever it's really just that still hometown feel and I started there when we were just around 40 employees, and we're working our way up to right around 300. So
0: wow, you guys are booming, booming!
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a big jump and a big uh, scale up. So it's been it's been really really fun, and uh, we've given a lot of great opportunities to the round, to the surrounding people. So
0: that's that's man, that's that's crazy. Big big respect to your work as part of the cultivation team because to see that scale. It's a lot of different pieces to a puzzle all playing the role consistently day in, day out, doing the right things, staying low key and just sticking to the goal, you know, so
1: big respect. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of love that go into it. And we always try to share that, whether it's us working on plants or amongst us. And we really try to show that and push that off into our canvas. So.
0: So so real quick to transition and give jason the floor for half a bit jason what's new what's going on out there in the world of cannabis man we've got a we've got a really cool brand here today shout out to ben and 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 arise what is new out there in illinois let's give the people a quick update what can what can we what can we share in terms of any is there any breaking cool things obviously we got the cbd expo at the end of the month what's new out there in illinois just off the top
2: first let me just get regional in Illinois, and this will be personal to Illinois people, but Chicago's great. It's where all the money is, where all the people are. There's a whole nother part of the state that is mm-hmm. completely different. Um, and there's actually basically broken into three parts of the state that's completely different. And to give the central and southern Illinois some more love, we're always for that, because um, it's much needed. Uh, I would say right now that the things that are, have been the most interesting are the cannabis events. The Cannabis Camp in Peoria was a great event. The D8 Festival I just went to this weekend was great. Grow Up had a 10-year anniversary um, customer appreciation day, or 20, I think, actually. Uh, actually, I don't know. I'm not sure how long it was. But, been around <laughs> a while. but they had an event, and um, even though it rained, it still didn't keep, I mean, it, it, all these events are just, They're happening and Illinois, even though Illinois is kind of stalled in what they're doing legally and through legislation or trying to get licensing and all those out. The rest of Illinois is moving along. Um, And so these events are really good for, you know, breeders, grow shops and everybody else, you know, nutrients people, just everybody who is involved in the industry in some way. Are able to get out there and meet people, um, and I keep saying this over and over, especially to the young people. It's not to Ben specifically, but this cannabis industry, especially in Illinois, is very small, um, and you're going to run into these people constantly. Um, so be a good cannabis citizen. You know, be just be a good person. <laughs> um, the, the, this this industry is going to be around, and it's just going to grow, but you're going i'm going to these you know events and you're meeting 10 to 20 people at every event and you know you do that Where how long has it been legal and right now where were you guys at in your legal um la la's
0: 96
2: right i mean just think where now, we you know i mean where's eleanor going to be and i mean geez, i don't even know when to do that math in my head that's so far I mean that was
0: bad. that's 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 damn near that's damn near like 25, 30 years, you know what I mean? And then they did have this thing called Prop two fifteen. it's decriminalization and then sales and then you know it's a right. whole process in terms of the, the legislation and how that works. California's had two fifteen and prop sixty four, which is like their that's their version of retail and medical markets and stuff like that, rec. Right? I wanna say it's like close to I think oh five, oh six was really when that got started. So fit a solid 15 years, you know what I mean? 16 years for some people. Uh some of the some of the brands have been around for for a while. 20 years as a brand to some say, to some respect.
2: And and I and I try to emphasize this as well. In Illinois, we are this I mean we're basically an infant in in the industry. We are so you know new and early um because i mean what percentage is that if you're here 15 years we've been here for not even two yet so that's where we're at um now give us five um and i have a feeling um that things are will be moving and i I do think next year will be kind of a breakthrough year for illinois and the industry um licensing and some other things that will be released um other than that i i really think the biggest thing that's happening is the events that also include the, you know, the cannabis brands and A-Rise was at the cannabis camp. Um, so the, these things are promoting and doing things that that are bigger and better than, and and expanding the industry more than we've had before. Um, and we just need more of them. And the the ones right now that have been hosted have been done really well. Um, now, that doesn't mean the ones in the future are going to be done well or not, but, you know, we have fest is coming here in Chicago. Um, we're trying to, you know, see what that's going to be all about. Um, they've got some kind of squish and grow award things they're trying to do in Illinois and Missouri and, uh, I think, Michigan. So, again, I think it's just the events. And uh, w- in Illinois, uh, Illinoisans are ready just to get this thing going more. You know, they're, they're just doing it. They're, they're not waiting anymore. I, I, I yeah. think that's the
0: well, and I think that's that's one thing that the, the industry is headed in an exciting way. I know one of the biggest reasons why, you know, I tapped in with you, Jason, is w- people that are curating and helping to communicate what's going on in these areas, week, and that's how we have greater impact. And Ben, it's it's awesome to have you here today because part of connecting and bridging the culture is we're Pacific Northwest, West Coast, and to really bridge the gap, you know, there these brands out here are looking at your guys' estates like, Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go there. What's Chicago like? What's good? What am, well, you know, what's it, you know, what it's like to grow there? How much does it cost? What are the taxes? How much are licenses? We get asked these kinds of questions all the time. You may or may not be the guy to ask, but regardless, the cultivation side of it is so important in terms of the success of the retail, the, the patients getting what they want. Ultimately patient access happens when there's products for the patients to have access to. And so yeah. we've got to be growing consistent quality. There's got to be safe product testing labs They've got to be doing their thing. You know, uh, Ben, can you talk a little bit about the strains that you guys cultivate and that even some of the strains that you maybe that you enjoy from other, from other farms or however that works for you guys out there?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so we definitely have a couple famous strains. We're known for the Jenny Kush. Um, the Jenny Kush we've had in the high times cup a couple of times. Um, that's a really, really good strain. A lot of people really go nuts over that. Um, me personally, we have a strain that uh, Jason's reviewed called Cake Breath, and the Cake Breath is fantastic. It's really, really good. It's a wedding cake crossed with uh, the Mendo Breath, and it really has those sour turps that scream, scream right through it with a little bit of gas note or something. I just love it. It's really, really tasty. But uh, we have the classic Tropicana cookies. We got the good stuff. You know, what I mean, we do we do some strains specifically more towards extract. We got some pink lemonade strains and some other stuff that are just really, really terpy. But uh, we got the Mac One that everyone goes nuts for. It's the uh, the caps cut everything. You know, I'm not a
0: Mac guy, and I I love I've got a lot of respect for Cap. I got a lot of respect for the Mac because people undoubtedly love it. For me, don't even really enjoy the creamy berryness that it has. Don't even really ever feel high from it so
2: yeah yeah that's interesting i i think it's because we've talked about this before that we are either high in sativa or the opposite indica and that is a right smack in the middle hybrid and that is why i'm not a i'm not a huge fan i mean i everybody i know loves it um and i'm kind of right there with you so
1: Pass. Yeah. You- Everyone goes nuts for it. I think what it really is, is it has that bag, you know, what I mean, when you oh, that, I always
2: forget the
0: bag appeal on that one's crazy.
1: It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, yeah. And when you look at it on a microscope, those trichomes, you can't squeeze another one. No, in there. So oh, yeah. that's, that's what I really think it is. And it does yeah. have a little it's nothing crazy that screams through the breeder says pasta water turps. I love that the best. But uh, no, it's it's good, but I mean, even growing it, uh, it, I don't know if you guys know about the Mac, but the Mac has almost like a double double the veg time. It's a real like it it doesn't have that vigor other plants have, you know, what I mean, it's mm. finicky. It has really, really tight uh, crotch angles on the branches, everything like that. It's a beautiful flower, but you know, it's one of those tough little little weird ones but yeah the state goes nuts for it it's one of those that people love um me personally i love the turkey stuff i like the real funky stuff we have some stuff that we uh start, we searched in-house for uh china berry which is chinese land raised times blueberry and Ooh. it is this funky like sour but with the berries on the back and it's really really good okay so,
0: i like that i actually really enjoy blueberry weed Um, it's one of the easiest strain, easiest, I guess, terpene profiles to really get to shine good, bad, ugly for your situation. They tend to be a little, they tend to be more stable in terms of a lot of things from what I've seen. I think that's why blue dream was grown the way it was. Um, so I would yeah, definitely super interested in hopefully getting out there and smoking that, uh, Jason, when I'm out there at the end of the month, I've got to, we gotta, we gotta go to a dispensary. I gotta, I gotta get some of their buds. We gotta see, we gotta see what's up Man, I gotta get some of the weed. Right now, this kosher tush with a little bit of my personal uh, little home grow that we have here from, it was some strawberries, mango haze or something like that. It's fire and it's actually not even that dark. So I'll take it like that. You know, yeah, good. It sounds sometimes good sometimes you win it. Sometimes you win. Now, uh, my, my next question for you guys is how do you guys go about selecting the strains and the cultivars and whatnot at a rice?
1: so um we also has a, have a sister company um, that's based in Arizona so uh, we run a lot of similar stuff just to kind of keep the name you know what I mean kind of in line same strains both uh, both co- or both different locations or whatnot but uh, in general it really comes down to what what's really like pushing the market you know what I mean um, what we really enjoy we've had to say goodbye to a couple of strains that were really good but just aren't worth what what it is now you know what I mean um, yeah, so we try to keep up with the market. Every We bring in new strains every couple months or whatnot, new partnerships, whatever we can do to always have something new in rotations. We got some new secret things that are coming out in the future that are going to be really good. But I mean, we've just pushed out, uh, I mean, it's not super recent anymore, but our most recent line is we threw out some, uh, we put out the gorilla cookies, we got gorilla butter, we have... Um, another one that uh, is going to come out is the Durban or whatnot um, oh
0: love that love Durban. Yeah.
1: yeah really really good stuff and we just try to we always try to keep it in good rotation you know what i mean we don't want to we don't want to have anything that i mean we have the classics like the ice cream cake and like i said the mac and all that you know what i mean for people that are go-to's you know what i mean but we try to keep it new and keep it current and all that so. yeah
0: absolutely so, so, so Jason, you've smoked some, a bunch of these strains, right? You've smoked a number of, a number of their buds. Do you have a, now, obviously here, it's all you're on the spot. Do you have a personal favorite? Uh,
2: I mean, just not so much as, uh, there's a couple brands that I'd be more go-to, um, that I would get, but, um, I'm more, again, we talked about this before. Uh, I'm more for high energy, motivating sativa that can, you know, help my ADD. Um, and that's just not, that type of strand It's not one that people like to grow a lot. It doesn't produce much mm. yield. It doesn't, you know, a lot of people don't like it. They're just like, well, I'm not high. And it's like, well, it's not that, you know, it's a different high, um, It's, you know. So I, I'm more in that. Right now, Illinois, there's, I mean, including a there's.
0: What about, what about for- of all the ones that you smoke from A-Rise, do you have a favorite from them? Because I know he said, he said earlier yes. that, you, that you did the, the cake uh, Breath. The cape breath.
2: The cake breast, probably my favorite from theirs. Um, it's
0: funky. Is it is it more of a is that more of like a, a that that like foot cheesy funk or is it more of like a?
1: Gotta ask the review, man. Yeah. yes You know,
2: I not to be a dick, but please check out the review. It's IllinoisNewsJoint.com. Uh, Illinois uh <laughs> prize, it'll be in there. Uh, but you no, oh, will It's This is sweet. It, it's a. they the wedding uh cake is definitely it's like a sweetness but a lot of the a-rise have like its own little kind of uh funky terp that it has that they have for some reason um not in all their strands but and the there's like specific ones uh i don't know i just it was a little surprising to me i, I actually enjoyed it way more than i thought i would um i love it i'm actually not of much
0: racer, of a person.
2: The, the concentrates are always tasty that i've had every one of theirs have been really good from the gmo to the child Hannah cookies to the black hammer whatever ones we've had but i'm uh, sorry i yeah. talked over that question
0: what are what are some of those no you, you're all good and i'm just high so excuse excuse any of the any of the interjections um what are some of those rays that you guys are running is it live resins is it is it uh rosins w- what are you guys running
1: so we stick to everything. Uh, everything we try to do live. So our butter, it's live. Um, that's what we really stick to. Um, we really we don't try to do a bunch of different things. We try to stick to what we do best and knock it out of the park. So 100%. our live butter, fantastic. Really gooey. Has that almost like turp layer on top on a lot of them. I love it. It's really clean. Smokes really really good. No harshness or anything. We Beautiful. have that. We also do the diamonds and sauce. Everyone goes nuts for those. So we have the diamonds and sauce and then we do the classic vape pens. We do uh, full spectrum hash oil, um, CO2, stuff like that. So
0: that's super dope. And you guys are doing soil oil. Do you guys don't have other people's flour going into any of that for y'all?
1: Nope, it's completely sourced solely from us. Yeah, we have, uh, we started at uh, around 50,000 and now we got, we just expanded and added an extra 100,000 square foot of just canopy space and then uh, more to come. So
0: booming, booming, booming. Not only are you guys killing it at what you're currently doing, but you're also expanding and going to continue building upon the success. That's very, and this is all yeah. happening with Anna.
1: Yep. All happening in Anna. We're trying to do what we can to get a little bit in everyone's pocket. So we're trying to get everyone's yeah. needs. Yeah.
0: Absolutely love it. Now, have you also been to the other markets and have you been to the, a lot of the dispensaries that are around the state and things like that as well?
1: Yeah. So I'm a medical patient myself. Um, so I've been across the state, uh, a couple different places. You know what? Um, it's nice. We got a nice one actually in Anna. It's local. You know what I mean? I'm all about local. So I support the local animal Anna one it's thrive. Um, really, really nice. It's cool. setup in there. It's pretty. So it does the really job fun. for me. You know what I mean? Don't gotta travel too much. So
0: what are, what are some of the rough price points for your guys' products say at Thrive?
1: Um, it really depends, uh, medical, recreational, you know what I mean? Usually it's around like a $60 eighth for medical yeah. patients. Um, concentrates the for, top show
0: for your guys' estate
1: yeah, yeah, we we try to produce that top shelf. Um, we got uh, silver and bronze in the high times last year, um, so we we try to do the best we can. You know, what I mean, we're we're trying to hit that top shelf notch. It's not about quantity for us; it's a hundred percent about quality.
0: That's awesome. And so, I I would assume that your guys is, uh, your smalls are going into pre rolls or going into other items as well. Do you guys do all these different items.
1: Exactly. Yeah, so we actually we don't use any shake for anything flour wise anything like that all our joints are uh, Nug rolls, so they're all uh, Normal-sized nugs or whatnot. We just grind them down get some real tasty pre-rolls out there in everyone's hands So
0: Dang. a lot of people cut that corner. And they just decide. Oh, yep, yeah, I'm gonna take all my b-buds and just you know out of the pound and just put them put them straight into that and technically it's not the best representation of the of the strain they're putting in their eights and that's what the customers are actually expecting.
1: Yeah, and it never burns right. You know, what I mean, you always get those pre-rolls. It I want to act like it, if it ain't nug, it don't burn right. You know what I mean?
0: I would I would actually agree even, you know, even the smaller nugs I'm okay with like if the strain is fire enough and the terpene profile enough, then I can let it slide that they're using the smaller buds, but it's still very rare and you're definitely sacrificing THC the smaller bud, the smaller the bud, right? So yeah, I agree. So for you, you said you would visited a number of other states. Are there any dispensaries outside of Thrive that you would also like to mention or shout out? Just I'm trying to visit a couple, one or two, you
1: know? Yeah, no, you're fine. I'm all local, so I'll shout out the local ones. Thrive's my one right here in Anna, and uh, I live in Carbondale. So Carbondale, we got to consume. That's recreational. There's one the town next door that's uh, Marion, and that's medical yeah. and recreational. They're real nice in there, and they've been great. So, uh, I couldn't yeah. represent more. Yeah, they're, they're real great companies. So,
0: man, big shout out to that as well, man. Everybody, if you guys happen to be in Illinois and you find yourself out in the cuts and outside of Chicago in these towns and you need weed or you're a patient and you're out there, you're, you happen to watch this video, please take those recommendations. This is someone who literally is living and breathing cannabis culture and the industry out there. Also, too, sounds like there's some expansion. So, if you might be in need of a job, definitely visit arise.com.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Arise slash careers, I believe is what it is. But yeah, yeah. we'd love to have anyone. And if you're local, you know, what I mean, we're trying to build that awesome community. So we're definitely friendly and trying to move to the future. So. So one one thing that's super interesting
0: to me is is what it's like to be growing weed every day. So we've got two people that grow weed every day. One that's commercially <laughs> doing it, one that's legally doing it as a medical patient. So what what's interesting to me is and I guess Jason, we can start with you first. What is it like growing weed, as you know, in this home grow legal program that you guys have out there? What is it actually like today? Is it just the same old thing, like nothing different? Is the vibe different? Is the stress off the back? What is it like now that you've been growing cannabis in the state now that it's legal? Um, first Ben's
2: been growing way longer than I have.
0: Uh, he grows his own too. He gets, uh, but- he, gets to, he gets to talk about commercially growing today. I was going to say, as you um, part. But- huh?
2: Again, yeah, I ha, I don't have any answers. I'm a first-time grower. I literally just published my last grow journal of my first grow. Um, okay. I, I have about a four-week lag behind between the journal and the actual you know, growing so I can see what's happening and it's easier to write. Um, so I have five more going right now. Um, it,
0: uh, so we're a month out on those it, five potentially or what? Or again how long are you till those five are done
2: i just popped them They're mm.
0: okay so there i'm um, the looking yeah.
2: the, one of the biggest thing is plant limits and um, we're stuck to five um over five inches um so anything under five inches oh. if you keep them that way you can have them um, as many as you want technically um, but anytime it's over five inches you can only have five plants and that's in all stages no matter what it is so you can't have five and veg and five in um, flower, uh, which would be fine really if they would just do that.
0: Yeah, flowered. like, let
2: me have, right? <laughs> if they would just, if the law was five plants <laughs> flowering at one time, I'd be fine with that. It's about all I can fit in my tent but I want 10 other plants vegging <laughs> at the same time because I might want to pop a different strand in for something different that I, you know, am not expecting or something. Um, and then there's some other things which I've talked to actually some people about lately uh, about um i think the law against medical patients gifting weed has got to go i mean it's a law that m- recreational pe- uh, people do not have to follow a recreational person can go, go grab some uh, uh cannabis from the dispensary and go make edibles or whatever they want out of it, or just go straight gift it to somebody i think it's up to like a couple ounces or an ounce uh as a medical patient you can't do that you can't you you can't share weed you can't share plants you can't do any of that And it's almost i think it's that's one of the things that we that we should be allowing medical patients to do because i don't want to spend five months growing a plant that's not going to help my medical needs and if i can try other people's and and what i found out is growers are very willing to share and be nice to other growers and patients uh, because they understand what it's like to you know find medicine that you didn't know existed or you haven't tried and then you try and like I'm going to run some of this. Um, And then, but if you don't know that and you don't talk to these people or you don't get clones from people or you don't do those things, um, that community doesn't exist and it needs to exist. Um, Those are probably my two biggest gripes about it. Other than that, just growing and not the bureaucracy that comes with it. It's great. It's, life-changing for me. I'm never stopping. I'm going to just grow forever. I might take some breaks, but i am never stopped growing. And I'm
0: no, going- I know we've, and done, admitted- we've done a couple phone calls where you're actually, you know, you're trimming, or I'm like, yo, you got a bunch of weed shit in the video, which you like, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm actively doing this, you know, actively living the farmer life. I am yeah.
2: so grateful for the people who got me into this. i um, Ben being one um, that I, I'm trying to push it forward I'm trying to get people, if they want to be a medical patient, we have people to help them do that. If they want to start their grow, we have, you know, genetic people help them do that. We have, uh, grow shops that work with us to help us do that. Um, and we really re- definitely want to help veterans and need, um, people with disabilities or anybody really in need that wants, you know, to grow their own medicine legally in Illinois now, since we can, uh, so growing at home is time-consuming. Um, it's not something that you can just throw in the tent and take off and do. I mean, and you if you're growing that? right, I don't, I don't think there's a choice. You get obsessive over it, and you know, I'm in there talking to them every day. So I love uh, it. I love it. And and your grow journal, you
0: are, you are tracking the grow journal on illinoisnewsjoint.com. Correct.
2: I just finished the first one and I'm getting ready to start the second one. I was gonna, Mm -hmm. I'm actually doing patient reviews as well. So I'm relaunching our patient reviews with my own cannabis that I just grew. And then I have some other ones actually in the can right now that I need to get out there. So, um, just running a little, so yes. Uh, the, it's it's something that I wish we had ten years ago, and if I had it ten years ago, I would I could be a lot better now. Um, I, I'm as I said about the Illinois cannabis industry. I'm the infant in the growing experience world here. That was literally my first grow. Now I'm starting my second, and uh, I you know I've f- about fucking killed them. <laughs> That's, just <to> be honest <laughs> be about the first journal entry. Uh, I for one time I did I, I never really do this, but I pre-made some uh water with some fish shit in it and i ph balanced it uh, but i wasn't paying attention and the ph balance went up i don't know if the up and down balance is just not stable or what it was i don't know and i watered it two and a half times and it just went brown and started killing him and i started freaking out and getting stressed and um so i you know i didn't know what it was at first so then i finally you know tested the water again and it was like up to 7.8 and i was just like so again, as I just put my last, very last grow journal, the last words is I've developed a mantra like other people who just keep telling me, you know, like shit happens and get over it. Uh, mine is just grow and learn and grow and learn, grow and learn. That's just basically, I think that's the only way you can do it.
0: I love it. I love it. Now, and I appreciate you sharing that too. I think there's, there's actually lessons to be learned in that. Remember, obviously the most, the most technical thing is be careful and be consistent with the pH balancing and with the entire nutrient cycle, whether you're doing it at home, or whether you are doing it commercially, right? As funny as that story is, you grow you grow medicine for a medi- you know, for your own medicinal reasons to to a lot of extents. I love so I love I love that, that that's even for me, that's something that with here at my house, we have the worst water here in LA. It's like and, and so to, to, to try to treat it every day uh, for our plants has been very important to, to even us growing stuff here at the house
2: what i get the most of a lot is um I just like that you're honest in your journal and you're you know I, you know because i post photos of you know the herm plant the herm die post photos of you know the dry and dying leaves that i've about killed i'm mean, not of post about taking photos of them you know I, I i show these things because I want people to know that it's a plant too and as much as i screwed it up these things are bouncing back and they're looking sweet yeah. now so um you know it is a weed and it'll do its thing if you can just get out of its way let it have the things it
0: wants. Now, now Ben, you, you were once, and maybe you still are, I'm not sure, but you're cultivating at a commercial level now. And you were, you know, like he alluded to earlier, a previous home grower. So in terms of cultivating commercially in Illinois, can you walk us through kind of what it's like working in your position? What is a day in the life of someone doing veg and propagation and all these different, all these different aspects of, of, of that, that part of the cannabis industry?
1: Yeah. No, definitely. I'd love to. Um, so, uh, at Arise, uh, we're all indoors. Uh, we're all, uh, under high pressure sodium lights, aeroponic tables and in a uh, confined room in a confined environment. So mm-hmm. we try to keep everything as sterile as possible. we we tell everyone there, we treat our cannabis. Like we're, we're actually producing medicine. You know what I mean? We wear hairnets. Everyone has gloves. We have Tyvek suits on, we have booties, every single thing when you walk in you wash your feet on a mat everything so we try to be as sterile as possible everyone washes up to their elbows stuff like that and we go in and a normal day is care it starts off with just clone care stuff like that making sure just like you guys were talking ph is a big thing so yeah yeah. now ph making sure Mm -hmm. our, our cloners or whatnot are set up and good to go and then uh usually we have to go through and there's a treatment that goes on uh Every single day we go and go through uh, in the morning and at night and we check reservoirs, make sure everything's at the proper PPM and proper pH, just like that. And that's for feeding uh, the plants that are in the veg department or whatnot too. And then we go through and we do care. So we trim up plants, we uh, open them up, just make sure we take off any uh, stressing leaves or anything like that. You know what I mean? Give them the love. We have certain people in our department that, they do primarily, uh, cuttings and stuff like that. So they're going through throughout the right. day and we take, uh, right around. We're, we're ramping it up, uh, more and more, but it's right around like a thousand six hundred cuttings, uh, a week. So we, it takes a lot of time. You know what I mean? We got today, we had three people cutting on clones just to get to our number. You know what I mean? So so, so when, you're, then,
0: when you guys are, when you guys are like, you know, Trimming, I guess, cutting it down, trimming it down, and then cutting the clones. Those are two different things. So, so when you're when you're trimming away the the weaker leaves or the weaker plants, how what do those look like? What are some of those identifiable things that people that are, you know, kind of uh, I don't I don't know what the right word is for that.
1: Yeah. No, you're good. Um, so the big reason why we trim out the uh, lower leaves is, and it's not like we're going crazy. Now, I'm not super big on anyone defoliating the whole plant or anything like that. But yeah, yeah. when we're in system-
0: That was the word I was stuck on. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but when we're in a system like we are, we're not in that home grow setting. It's not five of us or five plants sitting here in this tent. You know what I mean? With a fan that's yeah. able to blow it around. We're in a confined environment. We have tables of 150 plants per table in the vegetable. Yeah so we're working on airflow a lot of our environment there's an environment that's on the outside of plants and that's in the actual room but then there's the environment that's actually on the inside of the plants you know what i mean inside that canopy so yeah. us removing lower leaves we're removing that environment then we could have airflow go through the lower part of the canopy as well you know what i mean so that's our big goal on that we're not really occasionally if we see a couple you know what i mean uh dying leaves or something like that. Yeah, we'll pluck that off, you know what I mean? But mainly we're doing it to increase our environment, increase airflow to help with everything like that. You know what I mean? When you have numbers like this, you gotta do everything you can, so. Yeah,
0: so you guys are growing to have the plant send as much energy as you can towards the top of all those different branches and limbs?
1: Yep, yep. So uh, we go through and uh, we go th- throughout the process, like first couple weeks. weeks, um, basically. So we'll take clones, Um, Those will root for about two weeks. After that, we plant directly into the table. And uh, after we plant them into the table, we'll go for about a week. And at a week, I'll go through and I'll do a topping or whatever we think they need depending on strain or whatnot. And uh, then after that, we usually go for around four to five main leaders or whatnot. And that's where we're trying to push our energy to. I'm a big uh, proprietor on not wasting energy. You know what I mean? And if we're growing a plant, there's no reason to waste energy on a branch that we know for a fact we're never gonna have. You know what I mean? So like lower stuff like that, real, like wimpy stuff. You can tell. You know, what I mean when it's growing, yeah. I mean, it's hard to say right now, but when you're hands-on, you can tell. You know, what I mean you get a first yeah. hands-on experience. But uh no, and uh we just kinda trim out stuff like that. But
0: yeah. See, most people I feel like even myself with the home grow stuff that I've done here, I feel like people are afraid to cut off or break off parts of the plant or slice it off or whatever it is just because they're like, you know, not only are they afraid of stressing it out in certain ways, but then they're just worried about losing overall nugs or whatever. They're it's, yeah. it's, just choosing to grow and dedicate that to growing bigger, better quality at the end of the day,
1: right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. My big thing is just like we were talking again, the energy, you know what I mean? When I am able to remove that branch, you know what I mean? Maybe it would have been shaded out, but it still would have been pulling that energy from that root system. The root system doesn't change. It's still taking that up. So when I remove that whole limb or whatnot, instead of all that energy going there, it's being distributed to the rest of the plant. And yeah. that helps bigger bud production, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So it's not really like a waste, you know what I mean? It's more almost like you're helping yourself out. Yeah. And to me, people are worried about setting, setting you back and stuff like that, especially just like you were saying, but it's all about timing, you know what I mean? If you hit yeah. it at that perfect timing, no difference. You know what I mean? You're right in flow, so.
0: Interesting, and, and, and just for myself, learning point, what is some of that timing aspect?
1: Well, um. For sure. You don't want a stressor. You know what I mean? If you're going through a stress period, never stack two stressors on top of it. We're never going to go through and top mm-hmm. something when we just transplanted it. You know what I mean? We're never going to, if it just had a drought, we're not going to go through and cut off the bottom leaves. You don't want to double stack anything. The best grown plant is the one that's with the least amount of stressors. So, Yep. Yeah.
0: Hey, that's a To, to some that they're going to be like, yeah, man, that, that's common sense. But... I've never grown shit anything before until I had the opportunity yeah. to legally grow cannabis. So, yeah, and it like, seems
1: like no brainer sometimes. Like, who cares cutting off a couple bottom branches when I just transplanted? But you got to think about what that plant's going through.
2: Yeah. You know, Damn, that's so crazy. In the first grow, I chopped off too late in the flower, and I think I stressed out my prayer people. And I actually lollipop mine too much. I mean, I think that uh, I think what I didn't like, uh, what I'm not happy with my first grow was that. I was way happy with the potency um, and the buds and what they look like and everything. I just didn't get the yield I wanted. Um, But what I did get is strong as fuck. I mean that (laughs) very was very strong. Um, So I think I went the opposite way. I think I, you know, cleaned up too much and and I I didn't understand when I first started on the first grow the difference between all five of my plants and how that they would stretch during uh flowering. Because the prayer people didn't stretch her at all, but the swabby just kept going and going and going. That land
1: I just, is, yeah.
2: I, I just, yeah, it's just like, oh my gosh! And I had that thing just twisted all over the place. Um, <laughs> you know, I said so I didn't know what else to do Isn't
1: with it.
0: Beautiful, it. So, yeah. Um,
2: now that I know that shit, now I, I mean, I literally have a list right here of all these things that I'm, I, I'm gonna do different and better, and I have <laughs> other things and other ideas. So you know, again, it's just grow and learn
0: that's that's man you what's what's funny is is the weed that we've grown hasn't turned out great here and i don't know why how or what but that's why i was really interested on the north american weed tour to start bringing more you know cultivators into the mix so that way not only could i learn but then other people could learn as well right now you guys it's a very valuable conversation for people listening and i hope i hope everybody's enjoying you having a good time you know we've got someone who's currently home growing in the more novice experience level Got someone over here growing commercially for what sounds like one of the larger cannabis companies or or at least cultivators in the entire state so Ben, I really appreciate you being here, Jason. You as well. Real quick, I just want to shout out uh, everybody, you know, for tuning in, North American We Tour Podcast episode 30. We've got Ben Pfeiffer from Arise, and we've got Jason Brown from Illinois News Joint. Thank you for showing us the packaging there. Could you go ahead and put it back up there? And could you give us just a small, slow turn all the way around? I want to give that a good checkout, you know? Oh. There we go. Love it. Beautiful. <laughs> super cool, super cool. Yeah. yeah. The, um, I, I haven't, when I was out there, I don't remember seeing it. I only went to one store, uh, Mocha in North, uh, modern cannabis in mm-hmm. Chicago. And I unfortunately bought a bunch of cookie stuff. I, I got a lot of love for cookies for doing a bunch of dope stuff, but unfortunately their weed is up and down all over the place. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to get back like, out there and, and check out the weed and, and the market there and hopefully get some of your dabs and your extracts. I for one have been taking dabs. I smoke, I got this big ass nug in my hand. Check this out, you guys. Damn. That's a nug. Hold on, let's see if I can get it to zoom in. Oh yeah, there you go. Nice. This, it's called Jawbreakers, so this is what my next joint's gonna be. I'm excited to check it out. All right, guess, big surprise, is a gelato cut.
2: (laughs) Right now, Illinois is kind of in a shift with a lot of the brands because certain amount of months ago that's equaling about right now. Um, a, a, one of the brands sold their, uh, you know, cultivator place, um, another brand brought it up and then they started their own strands and then the new, a, another brand kind of relaunched some strands and relaunched their brand. Um, and then another brand just came in a super flux there. Are they in California? Never heard of them. Um, so right now there's a ton of new strains coming out in Illinois, um, throughout multiple different brands that uh, are going to be on the show.
0: Ben, ben, how many strains do you guys currently offer? Would you say just a rough, I know um, that's that, that's the fun part of it sometimes, right? It's, you know,
1: uh... yeah. You know, it's tough. I'll run through them all real quick. I'll hit you with it like a machine gun. But Ooh, um, we, okay, we, have, we have quite a few, but I got them off the top of my head. They're not always in the lineup. You know what I mean? We run them in and out sometimes. Some just go to extract because they're so terpy. You know what I mean? But no, we got I a love bunch itself. of – Yeah, itself. we got uh, – we got the ice cream cake, we got the lava cake, we got the Tropicana cookies, we got the pink lemonade, uh, we have MK Ultra, we have the uh, Jack Herrera, which is really, really good, a little sativa. Um, yeah. We have uh, Lemon Tree, um, we run a lot of, um, that you can find in pre-rolls, stuff like that. Um, the yeah, Mac yeah. One we have, um, Gorilla Cookies, we got that Gorilla Butter, we got the uh, Strawberry Jelly, Um the Durbin. The Durbin is the Durbin's coming in. Um
0: is it just called the Durbin or is it Durban Poison or what is it?
1: You know, it's it's Durban poison. I believe there's a legality thing in the state of Illinois with poison. So that's what it really comes down to. Yeah, you can't have poison on a medical product or something like that or something weird. But we've been through it all with we had a strain that was before that was like you
0: spell it differently.
1: Um I, I, I would assume so you know what i mean that would probably that would probably be good yeah hey man um, i'm all
0: about i'm all about working the work in the workarounds. So.
1: <laughs> yeah but we got the dri- sunday driver we got uh cake breath which cake breath uh the state denied uh the name that it was originally cake breath is actually puta breath so uh the state denied that of course yeah but uh so we have cake breath actually the puta breath cut um like i said um and a couple other goodies but uh no, they're they're really tasty. Um, of course, I'm missing a couple GMO we got mm-hmm. that we won uh, high times with. Um, we got a couple others that are just I'm blanking on right now. But you, you, um, you
0: might have said this earlier, but at this point, I have smoked a joint, so fuck it. I forgot if you said it. Yeah. You Do you did. have a favorite out of the entire lineup since you've worked with them?
1: I don't know. It's tough. You know, I like I said that China berry. It really has that just like it's something unique about that China Berry. i like that a lot and uh i i know everyone loves it and it's probably one of my favorites too but the tropicana cookies just that tangy oh, yeah, that yeah. Just screams through it's just delicious and the smoke you know?
0: on that one's always a little gassy at the end of it and yeah. that, the exhales always ends up coming out that
1: way nothing better than a joint of the tropicana i swear
0: i you know what i would have to agree i i would say that sometimes the ogs and the gelatos are always up there in the joints but so I feel like towards the end of it, it doesn't taste the same at the beginning, but the citrus terps
1: screams they, all the way through. All
0: the way through.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I love that one. Definitely super tasty.
0: Now, are you are you guys and Jason again for you know we're I, I don't unfortunately get to read as many reviews even from our side as much as I would like. <laughs> are you guys? What, what is your guys' dabbing experience like? Jason, we'll go you first
2: i don't dab that much but i mean I, I do have like a. I just have like a comment just okay. like a little yeah. thing yeah um, those are a little, the but little I'm, yeah. more likely, I'm more likely just to put dabs on a bowl and take it with me or smoke it out of that depending the, on true the,
0: true the, smoker smoking spoken like a true smoker
2: i the any concentrates or i use medically more for at night and i try to find the ones that just have the hellacious body buzzes to them and ones that are knocked me out so i use them late at night to sleep basically um yeah i'm not kind of going to get up and you know before work and break a rip of you know some i don't know durban boys or something to kick off work or something that's not my style Um, i'm more of a kind of medium high high all the way through the day then it just up and down type of thing. Oh yeah. Uh, so not so much for me, but I uh, you know Ben likes
0: them. <laughs> ben, ben, what what are what are you what are you like in terms of dabbing? Talk to me a little bit about your experience. Do you have a first time you ever dab story that you're willing to share?
1: Oh no, I don't think anything too crazy like that. I'm sure just mm-hmm. a giant a giant glob, like always expecting a small one, <laughs> getting a huge one. You know what I mean? But uh, just just the classic way too hot. You know what I mean? Burning your throat. You know? <laughs> But, what, uh, about,
0: what, about what year was your first dad? That's always a good question. How about it, that?
1: It's been a while now. I don't know. Sometime probably I'm 24, so I don't know. Probably sometime back in high school, not too long I, ago. Now I, know,
0: I think mine. God, I've never even asked anybody that before. So I think mine was 2013 or 14 in the rec, in the medical market days for okay. us in Washington. Yeah. And uh, hottest shit. Yep. Yep. Looking ownership. like tar,
1: looking like tar. Yep,
0: well, amber tar. Okay, um, okay. Well, yeah, like you got the you, you
1: good state. That's the thing. You had the good yeah, state. The, the yeah. flowers,
0: yeah, the flowers are always better, you know, in terms of the early days for us out here on the West Coast. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: do you, I mean, for, for obviously for your guys' jobs, you guys are running your own oil or your own flour, your own biomass into your products. Yep. You know, do you, do you, and you said specifically that you guys are dedicating. You know, certain strains and certain flavor profiles probably to certain products. And then you mentioned the terp layer earlier. I'm a big fan of terp layers. My mouth was sort of watering up immediately.
1: Yeah.
0: What are some of those strains that you guys dedicate to your guys' extracts?
1: So we have, like I said, the Tropicana cookies, that one is just, no matter what you do extract, it's fantastic. So we run that extract real heavy. Another one that we do real heavy is the pink lemonade. And the pink lemonade you can find all over the state. We push that really hard through the extract and that one. So when we're growing it, it has these giant chunky buds, which are great, but we only sell eighths. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, i mean big old chunky buds don't always fit into the program a lot of time it gets extracted different stuff like that it's wow. really fantastic it has this so i don't know as well but it's really i don't know lemony it literally smells like pink it smells like you bust open one of those uh mix up pink lemonade containers and it dusts right up into your nose that's exactly the smell i feel like and that's crazy my, one of my
2: problems with the cons not problem but Concentrate is I'm a super fan of all those flavors, but those are usually in sativas And then I'm not a fan of the hashy earthy type players that you know, you usually get with the nighttime Concentrates and stuff. I wish you could somehow flip those there are now. There's a lot more tangy orangey Indicas I've seen out um, a lot lately. So I don't know, maybe maybe that's changing.
0: I think it's just a matter of just more genetics getting more, you know, more and more shared, right. You know, for, I think we see sativas really go up and down in terms of sales on the West coast. You'll see in an obviously you have these waves of just genetics being released into the market, right. These seasonal seed bank waves. And then it's a year, everything's a year or so out, right. In terms of when it's actually able to hit. So, you know, I'm also originally a sativa smoker, one of my favorite strains for years was a Dutch treat. It's, it's this, you know, this really, really dense, um, Jack Herrera train wreck type of profile and it used to like a blunt of a particular medical dispensary that's underneath the West Seattle bridge. I forget what it's called now, but you know, they used to have one of those spin the wheels where you spend 25 bucks, you get a spin the awesome. wheel and you basically would win something almost every time. And I used to get the, you know, by eighth, win an eighth. I had just the muscle on point, you know, <laughs> had it. And so I'd get two eighths of that Dutch treat, man. And that was my shit. And so for you here, you know, hearing him talk about the sativas, I don't know. I've seen, I've seen that strain listed as sativa. I've seen it listed as indica. I've seen it be a hybrid every, every time it's always different. It's going to depend on the, on the after terpene profile, right? Yep. Do you have favorite terpene profiles that you go to Ben for certain things?
1: um so um just like he was mentioning earlier i'm a huge sativa guy um mm-hmm. i am i'm so i do like i said i'm a horticulture production graduate i'm all about that heirlooms you know what i mean i like the real good i don't like something that's been over hibernized you know i mean i want to get as close to natural as i can so me personally I do uh sativa land race crosses. He was saying he grew the swabi Pakistani. I was growing one that was a Swabi Pakistani cross uh times putang. It was called Chick Magnet. But okay. uh, no, so I love I love I love the fruity stuff. I'm not gonna lie, but the gas whispers to me, everything like that. But I really there's I, I like that good fruit, you know. I so. see I
0: I mix all those sativas, you know, I don't go out of my way to buy a lot of sativas out here in Cali anymore, so I'm often smoking the OGs and the Gelato cuts and all this crazy, hyped up celebrity designer rapper weed. We actually—I uh, forgot to pull this out. I wanted to show you guys this. Totally spaced on having this included in the in the description, but I have Alan Iverson's new weed here with me.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. sick.
0: I haven't showed anybody this yet. And then I also have Cuevos weed from from Migos. Nice. That's super weed. sick. So, you know. Out there, I'm not sure who all has celebrity weed out there, but it'll be very exciting to see what kind of celebrities do things out there. Um, I we know. Have, so we, oh, go ahead.
2: No, no, yeah. I was gonna ask who who, who you guys have out there
0: already doing stuff.
2: John Belucci is the one who's got his strain that's over here with grassroots and.
0: Uh, John Belushi or Jim Belushi or John? Jim
2: Belushi. Sorry, Jim.
0: Oh, uh, so Jim. So Jim's brand is actually out there then.
2: Yes, it's already out here. Um, okay. Ryan Sandberg is a spokesman for Bear Life.
0: That's kind of dope.
2: I mean, so it's that—that that is where it's going. Uh, not to pull it back for the other thing, but I think that what you were talking about earlier about the string strands and the concentrates, and I think that's where it's going for a lot of growers. Is we're going to breed these strands specifically just to make concentrates out of because you know they're so resiny or whatever they are and they're gonna make it more and more of that alone just because that's what it does and I think that's going to you know it'll be on a menu in 10 years or whatever where it's you know here's a strand for concentrate make because not as many people make them I mean in Illinois and again you guys are talking about the first time you've dabbed or something 2000 and i mean it was last year for me because it was the first time it was available um that concentrates are available but all all the people i know you know were you know they get them mailed in or whatever from california or colorado or they drive out there whatever they're doing um so i mean that's the only way you was really getting it before that uh so i i do think that that's where it's going like these specific strands are going to be bred for concentrates or whatever it is. I mean, it's already done that with just bud size and a bag appeal and all that stuff. But I think concentrates is where it's going to go next.
0: Yeah. Ben, I mean, be a- Ben, do you guys, do you guys for your concentrates, have you noticed certain strain? I mean, obviously I'm sure to some extent that all the ones you're picking are, are performing well in the concentrate space for you guys. Yeah. Did you notice any additional reasons why those may have been ideal for concentrates? Cause I'm sure for you guys you're you're a cultivator so you're growing in certain ways but did any tweaks in this in the veg process or in any of these other areas did you do you see that that impact at the concentrate
1: level yeah so as far as right now it's not Necessarily designated, hey, this is going to be an extract table. This isn't going to be an extract table. But okay. that being said, like I was saying before, we have some strains that we just know pretty much, hey, these are going to go into extract. You know what I mean? And everything's yeah. fresh frozen. So as soon as we cut it, it's going right into the freezer. Mm-hmm. And uh, all that stuff, it mainly ends up being like bud structure. You know what I mean? As funny as it all sounds, you know what I mean? We still are a production company you know what i mean so in essence when someone sits down to trim some ice cream cake hey that's a blast you know what i mean our trimmers get right through that you know what i mean it's nothing but like we were talking that china berry they're going to sit down and have theirself a day trimming that thing up you know what i mean it's almost doesn't work in the system but taking something like that hitting it real quick extracting it comes out perfectly and it has that fantastic right off the plant taste you know what i mean yeah. that's Very- that's more or less what we see
0: that's very, that's, very inter- that's very interesting. I know, uh, is there any, I mean, maybe you guys are doing it, maybe you're not, I don't know how it works in Illinois for outdoor. Are you guys doing outdoor greenhouse, mixed light, all that kind of stuff?
1: Um, so for the future, I believe we do have plans to get into the outdoor, uh, more or less greenhouse is what uh, we're thinking. Um, our issue is we're not California. You know what I mean? We're not rocking this beautiful desert like you guys are. You know what I mean? We don't have like we get powdery mildew that flows through. We have dewy nights, dewful mornings every every day. You know what I mean? So it's a lot trickier to do an outdoor crop than it yeah. is in like California. You know what I mean? You yeah. guys got that beautiful benefit of it's not there because it can't live without water. You know what I mean? Be doing,
0: people be doing it up in the mountains and all that too. So I feel yeah. like yeah. the yeah. Bay Area and all that too, you know, and, the and, area is more about indoor uh, versus outdoor, but up in the mountains, I know they definitely have to deal with that. Washington grows a lot. Out, outdoor not a lot a lot compared to like southern oregon and all that craziness but um it's just i i had never heard i had never heard of outdoor weed out there yet and i don't remember physically seeing it at that one store that i went to you know this was last march so yeah
2: and if it can grow in alaska and make autos and do whatever it does because naturally then it's it'll it grows everywhere but it, illinois it'll, it'll is, do fine it's southern,
0: your, yeah, southern
2: illinois ahead. is very very good Farmland. We have, I mean, Illinois has some of the best farmland in the United States. Our soil is as good as anybody. So um, it's just about the weather and where you're at and what part of Illinois and um, that type of thing. And, yeah, uh, we, we, exactly we can. It is not illegal to grow outside for a medical patient. Um, it just can't be accessible to other people or be basically seen or whatever. Um, I, I don't think anybody's really had any problems. What I just tell people that ask me about that stuff is go get the cops. To go to the police station and say, "I want a cop to come out here and look at this. What do you think of this? Is this good or not good?" And they will tell you they don't. I mean, most of the time they'll just say, "Yeah, that's, I think you're good." Um, I, I tell most people you're probably more likely to be worried about somebody stat, you know, taking shit than yeah, yeah, than you know, some you know, police officers. If you're doing it legally, and you're well,
0: nearby, yeah, that was always uh, my biggest fear growing at home, and outside was was exactly that.
2: Yeah. So uh, again, outside has so many other. Uh, issues that you have to run across, but we can do it here legally in Illinois. If you're doing, it. And, and, that, and that's another benefit of being in Southern Illinois is, you know, it's wide open. There's a lot of farmland. There's a lot of people who are farmers. And I mean, same with central Illinois where I grew up. So,
1: yeah. And it's really, really beautiful climate down here. Actually, uh, right here where we're at and Anna, um, it's, it's own, uh, wine Valley actually too. So, uh, okay. we're known for our little, like, uh, all the glaciers or whatnot that came down, washed everything kind of to us. And we have these giant, it's called the Shawnee Hills uh, right here. uh, Anna's in it or right by it, but uh, Shawnee National Forest is the largest in the state or whatnot. And we have just, it's just beautiful rock cliffs, everything like that. But, Southern Illinois is known for peaches more than Georgia even is. We had people drive up from Georgia just because it has that specific climate that's just wild. I mean, it's it's super crazy. Southern Illinois peaches, I promise, you bite into it, it drips down to your elbow. It's crazy.
0: Damn, I didn't know nothing about that. So then let me ask this are there have you guys seen as consumers, are we seeing any peach strains out there in, in, <laughs> in Illinois then? Where's the peach cuts?
2: Hey, I they, don't know. I don't want to the- peach cut- the the wine one of the wineries I can't remember which one it is has there's a multiple I'm, as someone who I went to Carbondale uh, SIU as well live down there so and my wife loves wine so uh, you know you get to and I don't so I get to be designated driver and driving when we're going to the wine tours and so we get to go all of them so yes you there just, are you use vape, you vape you the whole
0: house. time I bet
2: I just, yeah, can I go back or whatever? <laughs> that was so actually before when I was in grad school, that was way before vapes and stuff were even basically, I mean, they kind of existed, but not, not in that sense. That's I, that, that would be now, you can pretty much just go anywhere. Now I don't give a shit, you know, if it's nobody can see me, then what am I, I'm not doing anything. <laughs>
0: So, so before before we get on out of here, because we're we're a little over the time, I and I apologize for keeping you guys a little long, but I, I'm honestly I just was very interested in everything you know that both of you guys are saying to me. That I grew up in Indiana, the Illinois market is very interesting to me, and I'm obviously going there at the end of the month, so I wanted to tune in. Um, ben, last question for you: Do you where do you what would you say? Uh, What are your thoughts on where the Illinois market is headed? You can also, you know, and and include a rise, you know, in any part of the positive projections, you know, everything with Illinois is headed in the right direction in a lot of ways, uh, compared to a lot of the other states. So um, what are your, what are some of your thoughts on kind of where the industry is going
1: in terms of uh, Illinois? Well, I would say there's nowhere to go but up. That's for sure. Um, we got a lot of we got a lot of companies and a lot of stuff just kind of pushing out material. And I'm I'm glad to say we're finally getting to that point where we're starting to see the change, the quality. So I think our biggest change is going to be people going more for quality. And now we're going to have the uh, craft cultivators that are coming into the uh, industry or whatnot, and that's really going to push quality to the max. You know what I mean? So personally, I think we can only go up from there. And by up there, I mean, quality wise and hopefully, uh, price down a little bit is what hopefully we'll see, but you know, not sure. the market, not sure. right now, yeah, the market right now is crazy. And you know, I mean, every, every producer is going to capitalize on it. That's, that's just really what it is. So.
0: There's not enough cultivators and there's more people that need weed than it's available. So right now it's definitely a seller's market. Uh, for for you guys would we'll just wait until you guys start suffering from crop tobers and, and the things that the West Coast glutton is is just crushing brands right now. It's crazy. You
2: you were asking earlier about like what's the pricing and everything you're asking, like, what's the top shelf? And there's there's no such thing in Illinois. It is 60 bucks an eighth for, you anyway. know, and, and then Rev is 65 sometimes. And that's for a medical patient. It's 90 bucks for a recreational patient or a recreational person to get it for an eighth. Uh, and that's across the board on every brand, on every strand, and everything. So if you think that there's like variety or some, there really isn't. I mean, this, the market is set um, now. I just posted about what the last month's uh, earnings were for recreational sales, and I think, I think for where we're at, we're about plateaued right now. We're hitting the same 120, 120 around there each month now. So. I think that's kind of where we're at until it shifts with the new licensing.
0: They need, yeah, they need, they need to get some new cultivators and another, another strong harvest season to to really go into play, so that way more weed becomes available. Again, patient access, what it comes down but to.
2: It's more cultivators, and they can, if it's the same 11 cultivators whipping out twice as many strands, that's not helping. It has to be more. now nah, they got to
0: open. It. It's more licenses for more farmers.
2: Yes um and uh again in illinois i think we should i want us to have caregiver growers uh you guys have that california Or no no more
1: yeah i was gonna say that not no more that
2: was good we don't need it out there because you can just do it anyway so the
0: the police and a lot of people don't know don't know what the rules are how to enforce it and stuff and i my my thoughts uh I mean, either way the are whoever, you know, enforces whatever it is happening out here, they're spread too thin and their budgets aren't powerful enough to to enforce it at the level that California would, would really require. So Mark, I don't, I don't like using the word black market, so I like traditional market. So the traditional market is stronger than ever because of how do you enforce, you know, up there, how do you enforce down here? How do you enforce Oregon? How do you enforce Washington, you know, all these traditional Shits. They're getting uh, the taxes is really just crippling people, and then now there's so much weed available in these states that have been doing it for a while. The only and place it, it, the only place it can go is that way, and that will only
2: benefit in the NSOs <laughs> because they're already set in all these states, and they're you know. When it's when we're not federal, it's not a blanket law or anything like that. So yeah. they have to follow each individual state law, which sucks for them. But at the same time, inside of those each individual state laws, they have built-in advantages, um, I would say, and you know that, that smaller cultivators and stuff like that don't have.
0: Ben, I'm, I'm high. I got one last sorry. question It just came to me, and I'm sorry for it. What are your <laughs> thoughts? It what are, you, what are your thoughts on the celebrity cannabis situation? I, I'm just sitting here stoned, and I'm like, God damn it, Justin Bieber just launched his shit. And I'm over here thinking, I can't remember if he launched in Illinois as well. But either way, oh, you touched on this slightly earlier. What are your thoughts on rapper weed, celebrity weed? Is there a place for it in Illinois? Obviously, you know, Arise, Arise is quality. Arise sounds like they're doing aeroponics the right way. And the genetics that you guys are offering and, and the ability to do extracts and Really fill these different products to me. It would appear that you guys would be able to potentially do something like that. And so, is there even projecting possibility, hypothetically? How does I would, would know, cannabis even work in your state?
1: I would say there's a good probability that you might see coming something coming out sometime soon from maybe He's even a rise, from maybe even arise or uh, other companies throughout the state. That is going to be something real similar to what you're saying. I can't quite go into details I'm sure of yet, but um, yeah, I would, I mean, it's, it's a marketing, you know what I mean? It's all marketing yeah. and a lot of people back that stuff. And I mean, there's nothing, I mean, why not jump on that train? You know what I mean? And a lot of times is it's just a couple cuts or something come in and you know what I mean? Why would you not grow a couple of really good tasty cuts, you know? Um, but uh yeah i would say it's definitely going to come into play i know uh cookies have been in the state a couple times and uh just a couple other people have been trying to get their foot in uh anywhere but i know for a fact we are more than open to that and we would definitely be seeing something like that in the future coming up hey
0: school. there we go they got the R. we got the rmr sneak kick exclusive everybody yeah. Yeah. Appreciate y'all, man.
1: of course I, yeah. I mean i don't think
2: there's anything wrong with that if they're doing it in the right way and it's you know i mean if they're for the right reasons and you know, it's not some kind of weird scam or whatever. I think that's just part of marketing and what's going to happen. And it's part of legalization and mass consumption. You're just going to get yeah. those things that are like that. And some are going to be good. and Some are probably not going to the be- The weed has to such. be
0: good. The weed has to be good. That's, that's, right. the, that's the big
1: thing. That's this the big is, thing for me.
0: Oh my gosh, you guys. And this is why I asked is because I just, I started thinking about it and, uh, while, while I was hit, while I hit the joy, and I was like, man, <laughs> I didn't ask the question I wanted to ask about Bieber and all this shit. So like, how can I bring it back in the convo? And I'm like, man, and then it just, and then I started to get like, he didn't even partner with anybody that's really known for growing good weed at all. They're, they're truly the pre-rolls don't taste good. I bought them in the past. I've seen them at new, a lot of stores. It's just never been associated with quality. So I just, you know, for you guys, you know, out there the the celebrity we think for me it's like you know we saw we've seen bieber we've seen drake we've seen seth rogan we've seen uh uh chelsea handler uh, uh there's just so urkel. many different... urkel yeah well urkel's partnered with 710 labs they were some of the best of the best that undeniably it's some of the best shit in america so it's going to be interesting to see who people partner with out there and also who expands out there and then does some stuff like that Um, do you now? I guess final, final, final question, triple, triple final question. Hey,
1: don't worry, keep rattling. Do you have any edibles
0: or beverage recommendations or shout outs? Who's out there does good edibles and good beverages? Because I got to get some when I come out there.
1: Well, let me get in there real quick. We're just coming out with some uh, gummy new line. So guys, oh. will be getting you on that. Yeah, we'll be dropping some gummies or whatnot. And oh, yeah. good like Blackberry and CBN infusion and everything. So there's going to be some good actual medicine gummies coming out. But uh, I'm not going to lie. Me personally, I absolutely love we have tonics that. Uh, yeah, okay. that is. I, I love the tonic. You know what I mean? You can't beat it. And that's just These something. Are-
2: PTS are progressive treatment solutions, and they are pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, this just is a um, How many yeah. milligrams? 100 milligram bottle. We, in oh, Illinois shit. again,
2: we have a law limit that there's no container that can have more than 100 milligrams of anything in.
0: It. But but I so don't need anything. Buy- I don't drink 100 milligrams of anything. That's too much for me. So do you, is there 10 milligram options? Is there anything less well, than that? Well, they have
2: again? on the back. You can see on the back has a measuring thing, so you can pour it out to see yeah, how many yeah. milligrams.
1: Is mm-hmm. they also got a 25 milligram? Uh, yeah, they got short one. Yeah, it's a seltzer though. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, they've got seltzers too. And then there's a couple other brands who just started, and there's a couple other that I have not tried or reviewed yet that I would definitely be interested
0: in doing. Sorry, y'all, I'm not sure what just happened with the camera. I it somehow it became unplugged, but either way, we're back right at it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um Uh, yeah so so, tonic so so, so that tonic 25 milligram 100 milligram option i'm more the 25 milligram guy drink half of it type of thing pour it in pour it in some you know some sprite or something else i'm always just a guy that mixes weed drinks in with other stuff unless it's like i like 10 milligram drinks or five milligram drinks what you got right there
2: we're just now getting like hash and on the menus and stuff so this is the pts hash that we reviewed um
0: Ooh, turn it down for me. Let me see. There we go. Okay. Okay. Um,
2: it, this bubble. is the great. It, no, this is the. It's it's almost powdery when you break it up a little oh, bit. Okay. Um, it's really funky. The smells. I, I like this. It's an Illinois strand actually, and I really do like it. It's probably one of my favorite. Just true Illinois. That's not anywhere else. Um, um,
0: that, the point
2: is that we're just yeah, that's an that like, Illinois exclusive. New era has um, uh, the bubble hash that they have, and you know I think there's there's another uh, cultivator who's trying to you know push it out. But we're just now getting like the second and third wave of all these other products that you know that other states have been legal for a while, have had for a while. Uh, th- so you know we're we're getting infused joints now and stuff that we didn't have before. So um, it, it's adding on and adding on, and we're getting you know there it is more and more stuff coming uh, again, and then each of the cultivators are kind of relaunching and kind of redoing because it's you know been about a year and a half so yeah this be and so in January will be our 2 year anniversary of legalization
0: <clears throat> so the tonic and then you have edibles coming out solid recommendation i
2: have you guys have uh you guys have bang
0: yeah i've seen bang chocolates i think colorado first right
2: uh i like i'm Fan of their stuff. Most of the stuff they've had are pretty decent. And everything. Is, that, is that
0: chocolate um, right
2: there? It's a co- cookies and cream chocolate.
0: Ah, uh, uh, nice. Yeah, I've, I've seen, I've them. seen, I believe I they've saw got them milk there. chocolate.
2: And, um, they're usually pretty good. Uh, but the edibles, it just depends. Um, sometimes, you know, you'll get a pack and you'll eat three or whatever, and it just, you know, it, it's a little inconsistent sometimes. So, yeah. uh, but I think that's actually been a lot better lately than it was early, early on in the, when we legalized and people were getting edibles. Cause I felt like early on, I was just, I ate a lot. I mean, a ton and ton of them. Um, and they were just not very consistent. Uh, but now I think they're getting a little more and more are coming out with just not just the gummies and chocolates or the traditional ones, but they're getting a lot more, you know, fruits or whatever it is. I, you know, there's all kinds of new stuff in that way too. Yeah, I think we're, we're just seeing, opening up new products.
0: We're, we're definitely seeing a uh, new, uh, I guess, a, a variety of foods being infused with cannabis now at a higher or at a greater level in terms of creativity, consistency. I think dosing across the country is is a little inconsistent. Um,
2: it, Ingrown Farms has butter and some other stuff like that that you can cook with uh, that they –
1: we sell here on the dispensary. I used to had that uh, yeah, I, taco mix. There, there's a taco Ooh, mix and yeah.
2: a French dip mix that they had.
1: So yeah, whip
0: uh, it up in the kitchen. Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. You guys,
2: even and and, and
0: you know, thank you guys so much for for <laughs> shedding so much light on what's going on out there. It, it I've seen some of these product. It, it's one thing to see it on Instagram. It's one thing to read it online. It's another thing when it's like, yo, I've tried it. I I've whipped. You know i've made some of the stuff i've used the butters or you know you've done some dabs of that of that the hash product there it's like it makes it real and so for someone that's coming there it's just i'm so excited to be able to try some of these products and put a name and a face to some of the people behind it a lot of people that are in the industry we care about the people that are growing this we care about the people that are out there building the community and so it's going to be super dope i hope to connect with you soon Uh, Jason I'm very excited to see you here in a few weeks we're officially I think 24 days away from when I'm going to be out there and I hope to smoke some joints with you guys and one day come visit the grow and make some content together it's going to be it's going to be a good one man I appreciate both you guys for being on the episode Uh, this was everybody thank you guys for joining us today North American we tour podcast this was episode 30 we've got Ben Pfeiffer from arise they do aeroponic cannabis in Illinois Jason, thank you again. Illinois News Joint, he is the head editor uh, and does basically every single thing that you can think of to push that whole um, platform forward. So if you guys, anybody, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. You can drop a comment, do like, follow, and subscribe. This is available on LinkedIn. This is available on Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook, and YouTube. So thank you guys. Um, Jason, Ben, I will see you all down the road and in the future. Thank you again.